Welcome to the Specify Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Tas Nakagawa of Castagra Products. Each week, I talk to leaders and experts about how to overcome adversity, grow massive organizations, and how to create meaningful change in the building materials and construction industry. Today's guest is Lyle Allen. He's an experienced vice president in the industrial and consumer goods industry. So Lyle, thank you, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Tats. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So you've spent a lot of time in the sales realm. Was that originally the plan, going into sales, or you just kind of fell into it? Never had any ambition in going into sales that, I, that I'm aware of, but I just kind of fell into it. I think I started selling with my grandpa and grandmother at the sale barn when I was like seven, eight years old and didn't realize that uh, it was going to be a, a lifelong career. So there was early signs that you might be good at this. Well, I guess it, it seemed to work. Uh, it had uh, the ability to chat with people and, and get to know them and understand what they're uh, looking for and, and then trying to help them out, see if we had it or not. Yeah. Tell me about your uh, early roles in sales. Well, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I was a route driver way back in the day, the Lennon company. And then, uh, but really in my, on my professional side, starting in the coatings industry back in Las Vegas, working for a maintenance supply house and selling coatings to the uh, multifamily housing and hotels and casinos out in Las Vegas and, uh, selling anywhere from light bulbs to the paint coatings. And, uh, that was a very interesting and valuable learning experience for sure. When you say interesting, there must be stories. Can you share any of them? You know, it's just, uh, I'll say it's still, or at that time, it was still a a city of connections, which I think in life, it's all about connections. But uh, I started a a sales position and it was commission and it was really uh, difficult. I was not from the Vegas area and it was really difficult to get in for these multifamily housing and business managers to allow me let my foot in the door. And then once I finally broke down that barrier, got to know a couple of them, they kept recommending me and referring me to the next development. And uh, it turned out to be a pretty good thing. And it just kind of progressed from there. Starting, um, you have to have an open mind. You never know where it's going to lead you. <laughs> now, when you said you finally broke through, did, did you do anything special or just fundamental in terms of follow-up, politeness, and and then stuff like that. That was it. The ABCs of selling really is uh, listening to what they actually were saying to me and not just taking it as a rejection, but understanding that, you know, whether it was uh, people that wanted you to set appointments and not just show up because a lot of my side was cold, cold calling and or finding out maybe talking to other people on the on the property or at the business to find out what some of their problems were and then going to that decision maker and understanding that you had a solution for those problems. But uh, trying to get to know the customer and learning what difficulties they were up against, that allowed me to provide them a, a solution. And then once they saw me as a resource, then when when they had a problem, the phone would ring. And that was that's when I knew I was on the right path. Wonderful. And as you were progressing through your career, you know, how did your role and and your involvement evolve? As far as sales, that took a territory and I just uh, being consistent, I guess, 
was uh, my claim to fame. <laughs> People like consistency. And so when they knew that I was going to show up and they knew what to expect from me, I wasn't a guy that overpromised and underdelivered. Then uh, they started taking time out to see me. And then I was able to prove myself through those sales, which caught the manager's attention and uh, allowed me to progress up through the ranks over the years. Yeah. So you say consistent. Give, give me an example. What, what are we talking about until consistency? I know different people uses use words in different ways. So what is consistency to you in the sales process? Well, if I am, if I've got a relationship with someone and that's, that's really how I, I view everything, regardless of what level you're at, when you're dealing with a customer, you're trying to create that relationship and a, and a partnership, if you will. And so establishing that consistency where they, they trusted me, and they knew that I had their best interest in mind. I was trying to help. I wasn't trying just to get the sale. That created that level of trust that you have to have in sales. If they don't trust you, uh, you're, you're spinning your wheels. A lot of people are, use the fancy words and, and they're only interested in the sale. And uh, the customers came to realize as well as my managers that, that I was consistent in providing the sales and or following through with any specific tasks that were going on there needed to be done for sure now so when you came to rustolium you know i see nationals director of sales you know your role substantially changed when you moved into that position more responsibilities uh, a few more people it was um, when we first started under Rust, the rustolium umbrella that was uh, they really didn't have a professional paint side of the business and that's where i fit the niche coming from Zinzer, which was a sister company of Rust-Oleum. So we uh, developed and grew that professional side of the business. And then as director, we started with Rust-Oleum, as you know, I have a lot of acquisitions over the years. And with that role, through those acquisitions, we created additional teams and just kept bolting on uh, additional salespeople or, or flooring categories, uh, roofing categories, uh, architect and engineering team. And uh, that was the additional responsibility. Uh, I think when we came from Zenzer, we had like maybe 20 sales guys, probably a little less than that. And then through uh, Stolen, whenever I left, we were uh, over 50 plus people for the nation. Yeah, for sure. When you said professional side, I mean, is, is, it, is there a playbook that you have to uh, sort of grow that out? Or is it just, you know, pretty straightforward? No, I mean... It, it can be as straightforward as you want it to be, but uh, you have to understand, again, going back to understanding the customer and what their their everyday problems are. And um, with uh, Rust-Oleum being the codings company that they are, we were able to solve a lot of problems. And uh, through, you know, whether it was primer issues, problematic substrates, mold, mildew, you name it, and we, we pretty much had a, a solution. And so understanding the customer that you were going after was key to what solutions, what problems you could solve for them. Yeah, for sure. Now, were you involved in the acquisition side or just more of the integration side? No, I was part of the the acquisition team. Primarily, once we would acquire a company, we would go through the, the personnel. And depending on what side of the business they fell, a lot of our growth came from some of those acquisitions uh, to my team. We'd take certain salespeople or category people and, and bolt them onto our team and might go in a totally different direction. Flooring was one of those specifically that Rust-Oleum needed a, a good flooring team and we were able to build one out of an acquisition 
Seal Creek, and it's uh, thriving well today. Yeah, for sure. You talk, I, I think, a lot about leadership and you know what what is required to be successful. What are the things that you go to that are the fundamentals? What I always look for is just one, just the the passion that a, that a person has. Uh, can they carry on a conversation? They don't have to be a flash in the pan, uh, and but they have to be able to hold a, a conversation and and see if they're they're actually present in the conversation. I'm sure you've come across it many times where you're talking to someone, but you're not sure if they're actually listening to you. They're only thinking about what you have, what they're going to say next. And so if they can actually digest and listen and carry on that conversation to understand what the role is, and they have a passion for selling and almost more of a passion for helping, that's uh, primarily what I'm looking for. Building a sales team, you want it to be, I've heard people say, well, I'd take an army of guys just like this. I understand that because they're bragging on the individual, but uh, that would be, you need the diversity. Everyone brings something different to the table. And I don't want the the one person that are a team of only go-getters. All right. We got to have some people that can actually sit back and strategize. Whereas that one person that goes out there and just goes, well, that's great. But sometimes they create more issues than they solve sales. And so uh, it's good to have the diversity of the team. And so I'm always trying to do a look at what what does this person or what can this person add to the team that we already have? The team is what we're going for, not just the, the one person to be in the spotlight all the time. Yeah. So how do you balance? I mean, sales at base level is individual you know, performance. How do you bridge that and get people to work together as a team? Well, companies, uh, all companies are structured differently, As for, but when you have the individual goals that they're always trying to to meet their sales goals, and that's their personal performance, but then we have, a, there's always a goal for a team performance as well. And then that way they understand that together we win. If you're the only one having a job with the company is 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 great. And if you're only benefiting yourself and not the team or the company, well, then that job might not be there for very long if you're making some bad decisions. So, or only trying to benefit yourself. So that's, uh, uh, you tie the goals in where uh, everybody's pulling together in the same direction and you know the strategy, they know the strategy and work together to, to achieve it. Yeah, yeah. Was compensation tied together or just ex- clarity of expectation on you know the different types of individual and, and team goals? Yeah, it was, the compensation was different. We had a, a separate team package, I guess, of, uh, of what we were trying to, as additional abilities to, to earn. And those were called MBOs, management by objectives. And so we always felt that if we were doing these things as a group, it was going to benefit us long-term as the sales strategy might be short-term for just, you're just trying to make your bonus for that year or that quarter. But we know if you do these core issues, this is going to be good for our business long-term. Let's go to, you know, how do you approach recruiting and bringing, attracting the right salespeople into sort of your, your talent funnel? Sure. Well, a lot of it comes through those relationships that we've built with our customer base. And uh, a lot of uh, our, our best salespeople came from our customers. And that can be touchy from time to time because they don't want you hiring from, from them. But at the same time, it, 
I would say almost a hundred percent of the time when they realized it was going to benefit the individual, that it was the best move for them, uh, then they were more than happy and very supportive. But uh, yeah, in the, in the coatings industry, you, you want to have people that know the coatings inside and out and uh, your customers are going to be the best resource. Yeah, for sure. Now, so now let's go to leadership in your role. I mean, what, what you try to do day in and day out, how do you view that? What do you focus on, which, which sort of keeps you on track? Well, you've, you've got to know your people, uh, I guess, number one. I mean, that's, uh, it goes back to that team. Everybody has a role and you need to know how to use uh, each one of those roles to, to meet your goals. So trying to get to know the, the salespeople individually and what motivates them, that's probably the first step. And just again, see if these these folks are only that truly want to be part of the team and then making sure that they trust that you're going to support them, giving them the tools that they need or giving them the guidance or helping them to develop the strategy that you're not just there to tell them what needs to be done, mm -hmm. that you're actually there to help them when they they're in a difficult situation and uh, and strategize about it. Typically, once they realize that you're you're invested in them as much as they are invested in you, then it goes really well. Yeah. So if you look at the coatings, construction, or the, the building materials industry, do you know of any, you know, challenges or trends that are, you know, you find important going forward? Well, right now, just through the uh, supply chain issues, whoever figures that out is going to win. And I think everybody's in the same boat, but I think you're going to see the folks, the, the companies that have not managed this well. There are some that are doing really well and there's others that are not, and they're, they're going to struggle understanding their customers, how they've been able to supply them during this time period or haven't been able to supply them is going to, I think it's going to leave a mark. There's some companies out there that have done a really good job at maintaining their supply issues. Mm, yeah, for sure. You know, you've had different mentors over the years. I mean, what, what are some of the, the best pieces of advice that uh, you've gotten from people? Well, I think probably not to, to put too much pressure on yourself. Understand that the big picture, where you're wanting to go. And, you know, at the end of the day, the, you know, if you're enjoying what you're doing and you're then don't put too much pressure on yourself. Go home. You're going to have to have a home life. That's key because you can find yourself. I know I found myself in a spot where you're, you know, you're putting in 15 hours a day and every day. And then you're finding yourself down in the basement in the office, uh, trying to do things just before dinner or after dinner. And uh, it'll all be there tomorrow. It really will. And that's, that's probably one of the, it's easier said than done because you go back to passion. People really want to, that are passionate about what they're doing and, they don't think of it as work. They just say, Hey, I need to get this done for this individual. And, and it's an, it's more of an obligation. And, uh, but I, I would say that's number one. that's always stood out to me is that you, you got to take back up and take time for yourself and your family. Yeah. So taking time for yourself, what does that mean to you? What hobbies or, or things do you do when you uh, um, sort of step away? We have a little land farm uh, that we go to and, and that's uh, that's nice. It's only about three hours from where we live here in St. Louis. And we spend a lot of time down there. And that's enjoyable because it's don't have great Internet connection, don't have great cell service there. 
And so you're just there and, and able to enjoy it and spend the time with the people that you, that you care most about. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that I did not ask you, but you wanted to speak to? No, I don't, I don't know that uh, I have any questions or anything that you, uh, that you missed. I think we're good. <laughs> All right. Well, Lyle, thank you for sharing. All right, Tats. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Specify Growth Podcast today. Make sure you check out youtube.com forward slash Tats Talks for video of today's podcast. Hit the subscribe button for upcoming episodes. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>